This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read Mark chapter 10 verse 49 together this morning. How many people are having a beautiful time already? Mark 10 49. Now the Bible says, I want us to read it together. Remember where we started from last week. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So there is the law of the spirit of life and there is the law of sin and death. Romans chapter 8. So there are laws, there are spiritual laws. Some of the laws they lead to death. Some of the laws they lead to life. So Jesus stood still. Let's start from verse 47. Hallelujah. And when he heard it, well, let's start from verse 45. So, uh, the Son of Man came to the minister to verse 46. And they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people blind with the great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Jesus did not exactly do much in Jericho if he did anything at all. He just passed through Jericho. I believe God made him to pass Jericho because of this guy here. There is an aspect of God I want to share with us today that is a little strange. But it's not strange to those who are very familiar with the Bible. Now, Every lack of result can be explained. Especially when the Holy Spirit gives you revelation of what is going on. Now the Bible says, He began to say, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should, be, he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Never let people shut you down. When you are journeying towards receiving something from God, he kept shouting the more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Next verse. And Jesus stood still. He is going to pause because of somebody this morning. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord is moving all through the service, all through churches today. But for somebody's sake, as it's moving, it will stop. Like, I'm interested in your case today. Oh, Lord, thank you. Mm. <laughs> if you truly believe that the Lord is interested in your case today, say loud amen. That is what Africans like. <laughs> Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying, be of good comfort. Human beings are wonderful. The same guy is telling him to shut up now. Now they say, oh, congratulations, bro. He's asking you to come. He called thee. He's calling someone's name this morning. 
and he casting away his garments. When we talk about garments, again, we talk about that. Garments are important. He changed his garments. He just threw away this one. Because all things are about to pass away right now. Why am I having a feeling that God is giving people new garments? When people change levels in the Bible, or they pass from death to life, they were given a new garment. When we get to heaven, we shall wear a new robe. Joseph, when he was called out of prison to come and face Pharaoh, when he interpreted, the first thing they did was that they shaved and changed his garments. Ah, oh, Esau lost his blessing to Jacob because he left his garments at home. That was the garment the mother put on Jacob, and Jacob received the blessing. But I'm not talking about garment this morning. Garment of praise, sister of spirit of heaviness. Just before the crucifixion, they tore Jesus' garment and they shared it because he was going to wear a new garment. And all through the Bible, you are going to see garments. There is a garment of a priest, there is a garment of a halof, there is a garment of a warrior. There are garments, and the Bible says, Be sure that you are not found naked. But again, <laughs> If we are led next week Sunday, we are going to move from a part of the law of the spirit, we go into garments. Why you receive the results you receive? Everybody here is wearing different things physically, but in the realm of the spirit, you're also wearing different things. People will approach you in life based on the garment that you are wearing. That's why some will ask for help, and more than enough people will help them. Some, when they need help, everybody is broke. Nobody wants to help them. It is because of the garment. There's a garment of a beggar. If they look at you at all, they give you stipends or peanuts. You look very handsome in the physical. But in the spirit, your face repels favor. Let's reserve that for either next Sunday or last Sunday of the month. Jesus called him. Now, I'm just interested in next verse. Verse the last one, Jesus answered and said to him, What will thou that I should do for thee? Everybody sit down. Isn't this funny that the master was asking the guy? Obviously, he saw that the guy was blind, and that was the cry of the guy, Mercy on me. But you see, <laughs> there is a law, one of the laws of the spirit. That I want to share with you very briefly this morning, but very important is that this scripture that says Ephesians, also Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, is like an instruction, but I want to show you that it's a law. Be careful for nothing, but in by everything by prayer and supplication this will quickly let you know that not all prayers not every prayer is equal to supplication because the bible separate the two that by prayers and by supplication not by prayer called supplication by prayer on one side supplication on that side out of the mouth of two or three witnesses Ephesians 6 18 again the Bible says pray with all kinds of prayers and supplication. Meaning that there are two different things. 
What is supplication? What is prayer? Why is the Bible separating the two? And again, if you read First Timothy 2 1, I exhort therefore, first of all, that prayers, supplications, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So in all these three places, they are separated. First Timothy 2 1, Ephesians 6 18. And then Philippians 4 6. Prayer and supplication separated. What is supplication? You see, many times we don't explain some things very effectively in the body of Christ and we create problems. I have heard people say, prayer is just a conversation with God. You know, we just converse with God. There are times that how you pray is a simple conversation with, oh, Father, you know, as I go out, that happens. But that is not all, that, is, that does not account for all types of prayer. The one Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, that his blood became as thick as water, was not a conversation with the Father. Hey, yeah. I need to be sure somebody's getting me this morning. Did you get that? So there are, there are times you are praying, and you are just speaking casually to God. You are driving, oh Lord, you know, I don't know Lord about this job. He understands, and he will help you. But that will not take care of certain things. There are other times that the kind of prayer, ah, Lord, I was, I'm, I'm not talking about one of the laws, but um, okay. Alright. Look at it this way. Do you know sports? There are sports. Among the sports, there are athletics. Or in some cases you run. That's a sport. Some I jump. All of them are categorized under sports, but they don't have the same rules. Now let's leave athletics. Let's even come to sports where they use ball. So there is volleyball, there is basketball, there is football that we call soccer. All of them they use ball. There is rugby or rugby or whatever the pronunciation is. There is American football. All these sports I mentioned, they use ball. But the rules are not the same. So, like in basketball, if you take the ball and you drop inside the net, you score a point. But in football, if you use your hand to push the ball inside the net, that's zero. Are you getting what I'm saying? In fact, you might be yellow-carded for doing that. They all use nets. They all use ball. The ball just enter the net. But in these sports, ball entering the net means mark points. In this point, in this sport, ball entering the net means punishments with your hand. Whereas in basketball, where your leg touches it, it's a foul. I think. But in football, you use your leg. That's what the Bible said that praying all types of prayers. Put it down, efficiency is a thing. This is where uh, probably this might lead us to garment next Sunday. Don't miss first service. I told you all through March. This we might begin to explain the reason why many people pray and they never get access. See, part of the problem of believers with the Bible. I don't want to say about problem with the Bible. Bible. There's never a problem with the Word of God. But let's put it that this way is the fact that originally 
the Bible was written in Hebrew and while translated to English, they model up all the words. So when you use Hebrew Greek Bible, Jesus might say prayer four times, but he didn't say the same thing four times. English is very poor compared to, uh, 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 to Greek language. The Grecians had about five words for love. English has just one word for love. So as we read about love in the Bible, when Jesus said to Peter, lovest thou me more than this? And when you read some other people, the Bible says you should love your brother. At times, they are not talking about the same thing. So if you go back to Hebrew, uh, Hebrew Greek language, a Grecian person, a Greek, will begin to speak what he will say. As per, Peter, do you love more than this? Or to his wife, do you love me? Will not be the same. But English will translate it as both love, love. So because of that, they've done the same thing to prayer. Many times when you see prayer in the Bible, in the original Greek, they were defined the type of prayer. Because so there are rules and all prayers are not the same. The moments, for instance, there's what is called a prayer of consecration. That is when you say, Lord, you are trying to ascertain God's will. Lord, if it is your will that I go to Canada or UK, I have these two things before me. At the same time, I don't know whether I should leave Nigeria. And you are praying, Lord, if it's your will, what is your family relocates? You use, if it be thy will. Jesus using the garden of Gethsemane, and that was the only time he used it. Now, many people are praying about what they know to be the will of God. They are trying to pray a prayer of faith. But they put, if it be thy will. If you are praying a prayer of spiritual authority, a prayer of faith, and you say, if it be thy will, the demon will never shift ground. You don't address spirit the way you address God. In some prayers, you talk to God. In some prayers, you talk to the situation. Hey. I need to be sure that somebody is hearing what I'm saying. But if you don't know, you mix everything together. Then you are praying about what forces of darkness are responsible for. Instead of you to use prayer of authority or faith to tell them to go, you are using Lord if it be thy will. People will just sit down. Because the power of God does not move by if it be thy will. If it be thy will, it's a prayer that clarifies matters in your hearts. Am I supposed to be in Abuja or Lagos? Am I supposed to travel or not? That has not to do with, not to do with forces around. It's just between you and God to clarify all the alternative. Which one is the pattern that God has chosen for you? Is it Canada or UK or should I remain in Nigeria? Well, when you transfer that one into praying about spiritual attacks coming against you, you are already in trouble. I want to be sure somebody got what I just said now. Let me ask your neighbor, did you get what he just said now? What do your neighbor say? Are you with me? I just want to be sure that we... See, if I pause here and I stop, I'm okay. That we should just understand. So that's what the Bible said. I pray with all types of prayers. What there are types of prayers? Are you with me? Yes, sir. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. So, <laughs> amen. But then I'm about to show you so, Jesus asked blind Bartimaeus, this is a very important law that I want us to go home with and understand. It is called law of asking. The Lord prefers, expects 
you to ask him, even though he's aware. I, they buy. <laughs> Jesus told Peter to step on water. And Peter was walking on water. And the wind started blowing and Peter started sinking. Have you read that Jesus did nothing until Peter cried for help? I want to show you one very funny scripture. Zechariah chapter 10. And I want us to read. All that this message will do to you this morning is to make you stronger in the place of prayer. This is why I said that it looks like the funny aspects of God. Look at Zechariah chapter 10. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Yes, sir. Is somebody getting anything out of this morning? Yes, Ask everybody read together. Did you observe something? Ask for rain in the time of what? Why would the Lord expect us to ask for rain in the time of rain? If it is the time of rain, rain should rain. But the Lord said, now, who is asking them to ask? This is God telling people that it is a time of rain. Now, ask me for rain. <laughs> In John chapter 4, Jesus told the disciples, that pray that the Lord of hosts, will, Lord of Sabbath, Lord of harvest, will send laborers into his vineyard. Not your vineyard. Why am I the one to tell God that his vineyard needs laborers? The same thing. Why would Jesus be asking blind Bartimaeus, what do you want? It's common. Then I say, you're the bastard. Look at what I'm going through. He's seeing it. But he might not do anything about it. Because you have not passionately asked him. What would have happened if Peter didn't cry? He said, Lord, save me. Then, the same thing. Blind Bartimaeus cried out. They told him to keep quiet. He continued to then say, come. What is it with the Lord that he waits? See, there are two things about this. The first one, what I've just told you now. The Lord will never move on your behalf until you ask him to. Sovereignly, he does some things without us asking. But in many cases, you have to ask the Lord. Ah. This is why many times God doesn't speak to you about anything until he begins to talk to you about the same thing. I want this business to grow. I want this family issue to be solved. When you persist through supplication, which I will talk a little bit about next Sunday, a little deeper, that is when the Lord begins to feel that you are serious about what you are saying. Either the wisdom to solve the problem or the power. Answers always come in two forms. Either wisdom or power. If the Lord wants you to be involved, it will be wisdom. That means there is a revelation of what to do. A divine idea of a step to take. Now, it might look like ordinary step. It, it can come at times. It will be something you've never thought about. It's something strange. It can come at other times. It is something common, but it will carry extraordinary power. There is a difference between when there is a situation and you think you should call this man to help you and when you go to pray and the Holy Spirit drops in your heart to call that man. When you call, nothing will come out of it. 
When it is inspired by the Spirit, answers will come. Do you get what I just said now? There might be serious crisis in the family. It is after you have prayed that Lord says that call everybody family together because it is the Lord. Kayabala. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's like the case of launch into the deep. God did not change the boat. He did not change the net. That was why Peter protested. He said, we have toyed all night. We caught nothing. What are you going to say that we should launch into the deep? So what have we been doing before? We've been launching and launching and launching. We caught nothing. We've done it all night long. We thought that you would just do your hand like this over the water and fish will start jumping out. All you are going to say is that we should launch again. So can I actually tell you? I get what I'm saying. But the Lord said launch. This time around, the results, totally different. But God didn't tell them to do anything different than what they were already doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is the same house. It is the same bank account. It is the same name of your business. But now the Lord is involved. And the result can never be the same. You are wondering, I've spoken to the person 15 times, but the Lord said, now go and talk. Now, the reason is that you were talking before without the anointing. Now that the Lord is saying, go, there is a divine presence going with you. Who can stand against the Lord? <laughs> Hallelujah. It is good that we operate from the place of the spirits. That's why those who know this, they are not quick to act until they sense the anointing. Did you get what I'm saying? Yes, so it can come in form of power or in form of wisdom. Power moves things. You might not directly get involved. Wisdom works by you being involved. Did you get it too? Yes, Is that, I want to be sure. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Praise the Lord. The Lord can say, go in the mother and meet that, but that's wisdom. You are part of it. You are the one going to see the person, but the result is, oh, you can stay at home if it is power. Somebody, everything changes without your direct involvement. That's the Bible said that Christ, the wisdom and the power of God. Two manifestations of Christ. Now, I want to end this way. This law is very important. That the Lord will watch you and say that I will get involved. When you ask me seriously, and when you do serious supplication, I don't know of any pastor among the fathers that experienced tremendous growth in their ministry until they sat down with God and prayed. Even though, if you watch that film, Enoch, long time ago, God has shown Parky Diomi. What redeem is experiencing now, spreading all over the world. Even though God has shown him, God did not just go ahead and say, to Pastor Adeboe. There came a time he prayed and prayed and prayed and asked God, Why is God like this? Pagidami did not even ask God to make it give him a great church. He sat on his own. It was God that revealed to him that this church will be very big. But before it happened, he demanded that his protege prayed and prayed and prayed. Then God said, Okay, here is the plan. We'll begin to look at God so to explain why God deals with man this way. This is the law. That's the same law that <laughs> there is one I'm, I'm, I want to close with. It's similar to this. I mean, can you imagine? God came down from heaven 
It was to come and visit Abraham. But he came out with two angels, Genesis 18. And Abraham sat outside and God and angel did as if they were walking away. Abraham ran after them, you know the story, and greeted them and said, God, ah, come and eat. And they did as if they no, 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 come and eat. Then, as, so that you will know that this is God's way of behaving. Abraham spent time at the end of the day to intercede for his cousin, Lord. Lord, are you going to destroy the righteous wicked? Are you going to destroy the So he prayed and God used indirect method to answer him that don't worry. I will spare Lot over there. But when the angels got to Sodom and Gomorrah, they saw Lot also and they were passing. Lot begged and begged, hey, you come to my house. They said, no, we will stay outside. Come, we will stay outside. But they were sent to Lot. I don't have anybody yet to what I'm saying. Let me show you something. Second Kings chapter 13. And we start from 14. Second Kings 13 from 14. See, in 2023, value prayer meetings more than other meetings. What and prayer meeting? What? I'm not saying all these prayer people join online. I say you growing yourself in the place of prayer. Why don't you call two or three of your friends and say that? Can we go to church? You must be of the same sex, you know. Yeah, so, <laughs> now that you call your friend and you say, guy, say you want to go and pray in church. The church compound is big and it's dark at times. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord. Why don't you call your four guys? Whether you meet in someone's house to pray all night long, or even if it's three hours, then you sleep. That you know what? The three of us, we've been dreaming and confessing great future. Can we just meet one day and pray? Or is it all you do when you meet as friends just to watch Netflix? And it's flexing you. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Some downloads will never happen until you pray. Now, when now Elisha was falling sick of the sickness, whereof he died. And Jehosh, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, oh, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. I think we will talk about one of the laws of value, but not today. What do you believe about the church you attend? And what do you believe about the pastor? If you truly believe that no matter the situation, when people pray within the church, it will be solved. It will be solved. The Lord is always saying that be unto you according to your faith. You know the problem of many people? They are in this church, but they believe this man or God elsewhere because they watch him on TV. Well, it will always be unto you according to your faith. That's why after a powerful meeting, if you step out and you still believe that your case is special, nothing has happened, you still see the pastor, well, Jesus will just say to be unto you according to your faith. Somebody told me after Mercy, the Mercy Conference, from when she was young, for over 25 years, in Somia, not being able to sleep at all. Terrible pills. But see, as we're worshiping during the conference, something touched, went through her body. Now, her problem is oversleeping. So she waited for three weeks after the conference talk. 21 days of straight sleep every time. Sleep. Hallelujah. 
wonderful. Yeah. A boy was having the same thing, about two or three days of not sleeping, and the parents brought her to the office. Well, I happened to be around then. You know, I just lay by his face. I just put your hand on him and blow. Just whisper. Before they drove to Adene Jones, he was gone. God is mighty. It's awesome. He likes to prove <laughs> that power belongs to God. So this king came, Elisha said to him, take a bow and arrow. And he took unto him bow and arrows. Next verse. And he said to the king of Israel, put thy hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon, Elisha put his hand upon the king's hand. I've shared this story, but this is deep. Pay attention to this story. And he said, open the window eastward. And Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. Next verse. Just go on. And he said, take the arrows and he took them. And he said to the king of Israel, smite the ground. And he smote three times and stayed. Next verse. And the man of God was wrought. Thou should have done it five or six times. Then thou would have smited the Syrian till you have consumed them completely. But now you shall have victory only three times. I was saying 200 levels when I first read this and I said, Lord, what's going on here? Why didn't the prophet tell him? And the Lord whispered to me then, in the school of the Spirit, you are not told. Your hunger will determine how many times. Elisha, this guy came to meet Elisha. Elisha was about dying. And he thought about the battles they would still fight. They used to call him the chariot of Israel and the horsemen. Elisha said, I know your problem. You are thinking about the Syrians. We can do something prophetically. I'm not going to be here for long. But let me define the future for you. Bring a bow and arrow. And the guy brought said, hold the arrow and the bow, put your window. Elisha put his hand. I put the, well, I put the prophetic on you. And he said, shoot. But he didn't say, then the guy shot. Then he said, take the same bow and hit the ground. But he didn't tell him how many. And the guy hit him one, two, three, and stopped. Elisha was angry. Oh my God, you just missed a big opportunity. You should have hit this thing. He said six, at least five or six times. He said, you know what you have just done? You are going to conquer the Syria just three times. Because you hit the ground three times. But the king would have said, sir, why didn't you tell me before I did it? Nobody. When Elisha said to the woman, whose sons were about to be taken, he said, go and borrow vessels. He said, borrow not few, but he did not say how many. And she said, another vessel, and he said, no vessel again, and the oil stopped. But never told. God said to Abraham, as far as your eyes can see, but God did not say that 80 kilometers ahead. If you like, see 80, you conquer 80. See 90, you conquer 90. If I was that king, I will tell Elisha that, sit down, sir. I will eat the bow from money till evening. About 10,000 times. So that the Syrians will not even exist again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. It is in this same group of laws that Jesus was asking blind Bartimaeus, what can I do for you? Because they don't tell you, you tell them. Did you get what I'm just saying? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, in another message, I've been sharing with you 
about pictures. One of the greatest things, and I'll call you that's another side, another message, different message. One of the greatest things that can happen to you is for God to help you about how you see. How you see. If it's as far as your eyes can see, you better pray for spiritual operation upon your eyes that you might see far. God sees very far. You know why there will be tears in heaven? It will be a mixture of tears of sorrow and joy. Many people will see that with a salary of 500k, 300k forever. When they get to heaven, they realize that they were destined to oversee nations, but they never touched it with their finger. This is what problems of life try to do with us. Get you to narrow on your immediate environment so that you cannot see ahead. Because it begins with saying. That is what happens. This is where I want to stop this morning. I don't know if somebody is getting what I'm saying. Oh Lord Jesus, thank you. Zusalabarakido sende kalitoria. Play only how you Lord God Almighty. You know, I'm not just sharing. I see that people are pressing into something. At the beginning, I told you, one of the services in March, there will come one. It will look like a deliverance meeting. I might not come and say we are doing deliverance for this person, but people are just being delivered from things. It's already happening in Trinkus, but one of the particular one particular service it will be triggered because in the in 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 the place of prayer I started saying. When the Lord puts a body in your heart, it means that that direction is going. I started saying, ladies who are mature singles, whatever stopping them from getting married, just being taken out of their life. And by myself, I had also those who should have children who don't yet. Whatsoever. Back, Rosie, Setia. See, this is the power that comes with the prophetic. When the anointing of God is heavily present, God can bypass a lot of things to reach people in His mercy and in His grace. In His mercy. It's not every time that God waits for people to have all. He expects us to have understand the steps of faith. But at times, in His mercy, He just reaches out to people and He pulls them out of the pit where they are. Zukabalamanda. Brasis Kolobos. The guy sowed the good seed in the field. You know, I've left the message now. I'm speaking to you by the spirits. And he woke up in the morning and then he saw tears. Who said, Who did he say? The Bible said, Why men slept? Why men slept? Sometimes, subtly, evil can creep into people's life. Subtly. It can be through a relationship, it can be through places that people have gone to. But in the name of Jesus, as we come into his presence, as a family of God, grace is released. Amen. And the grace begins to terminate. Amen. I see the power of the blood working right now. So, Kalamanda, begin to pray in the spirit wherever you are. Let's use the sword of the spirit. Why are those who are supposed to bless millions of people are tied down in one office with all kinds of issues 
the Lord is visiting you this morning. The king has sent for you. There's nothing special about today. It's not the first day of the month, not the first day of the year. But this is the day the Lord has made and he has designed for your uplifting. What looks like mysteries in people's life. Situations that you cannot explain. They are being demystified right now. God is bringing an end to certain things. And he's starting something new. Somebody pray very well. Pray. We just establish the fact that God will not do certain things until you pray. Can I leave you to just pray? Somebody pray. And pray. Shall we all rise up again to pray? I'm led to ask us to pray for restoration of lost opportunities. See, the ministry of mercy is such a powerful ministry. In the past, while you were praying and desiring some things from God, there's a possibility that I'm not saying this is automatically so, but believe me sincerely, maybe about 90%. For instance, there are ladies listening to me now. Opportunity for a relationship came. You didn't know that was what God was doing. Maybe you threw it away. Yeah. Opportunities to have made a move that would have changed your life forever in different ways, in different aspects. They came, but you never took advantage of them. But this morning we pray for restoration of opportunity. Everybody begin to pray. Just ask for mercy for opportunities to be restored back to you. Don't pray casually. Pray. Lord, restore to me the years that the locusts have eaten. You promise to restore. The year that the locusts, the Palmer won. So 
Somebody pray. That's what this morning for pray. more minutes. Everybody pray. God is hearing your prayer. trying to climb to that has been difficult. This morning I stand in the name of Jesus Christ, the head of the church. Grace will carry you to that height. In the mercy of God, you are lifted. Whatever door you are standing before that has been difficult to open, by the mighty hand of God, that door is open to you. Because of the mercy of the King. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. And that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.